Eventually dies of old age and goes to heaven. And he 
He meets God and he tells God a Holocaust joke. And God goes, that's not funny. And he says, I guess you had to be there. See? See, see what he did there? I guess you had to be there. You get it? That's Ricky Gervais. This is why I love Ricky Gervais so much, because he can get away with telling that joke. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show, uh, back after a day off, uh, Memorial Day weekend. I hope that you remembered all the fallen veterans uh, that gave their lives the ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms. I, I, I hope that you remembered that while you were out on a lake getting drunk and <laughs> beer-bonging. But, uh, but no, I, I, I hope you had a great weekend. I had an awesome weekend, and it, it was awesome because, well, oh, wait, I got to check this out. Hold on. I got to make sure I'm right about this. I'm kind of right. I'm about 88% right on this, I think, it, it, somewhere in there. Um, uh, hold on a second here. Uh, like I said, uh, standings, that's what I want to see. Now, I, I'm sure the, the percentage will be... Duh, duh, duh. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I mean, it's bullshit here. Uh, uh, oh, wait, well, that that is true. We, we the, the, I watched a lot of baseball this weekend. The, the Texas Rangers, I, I was wrong because the standings were not updated. The Rangers are now 34-19, and 19, while the Tampa Bay Rays are 39-17. and 17. We are still the second-best team in baseball, I'm, and I'm happy with that, very, very happy with it. I think this team could go a long way. I, I know it's early, but, uh, man, oh, man, this team is good. Watching them play this weekend, they, they, they were good. So I, I watched a lot of baseball, and then I went out a couple times. Well, just one time mainly, but it was such a long trip. So uh, each day uh, we rotate who picks what we eat food-wise. And uh, it just so happened that it was a bratty kid day. I think this was Friday, Friday or Saturday, I don't remember. I, I'm getting old. Um, so uh, she wanted a sandwich. And uh, the, the what, what's it called, the sandwich shop or the sandwich stop or something? I guess they had some in Sacramento. And they're just now coming out here. And she's like, they have this magical sandwich there. I was like, okay, no problem, no problem. So uh, we have toll roads here in Texas, which we don't take when Brady Kid's driving. So we have to drive all the way out to Frisco. Now, Frisco is usually a pretty easy drive. We took the back roads, the bratty kid roads. Now, now to get to this magical sandwich spot, it was about, it it felt like about a six-hour and 42-minute drive. Because we were driving and driving and driving, and then we passed something. We were like, oh, we've eaten there before when we were lost. And we finally got there, and, 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 and look, look, I had a, what they call the Harley Davidson there, uh, roast beef with Thousand Island and, and, and on a sourdough, and, it, and they do have real sourdough, too. They have real good sourdough. So I ordered my sandwich and everything, and then the bratty one. The woman, the, the woman I would lay my life down for looks at the guy. And says, yeah, I, I want cheddar cheese on a sandwich. Cheddar cheese on the sandwich. Just cheddar. 
Not 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 this magical, mythical, like Neptune cheddar. No, just cheddar. Now, once again, finally got some real sourdough bread, which was good. She got her cheddar cheese sandwich after driving six hours and 42 minutes, it felt like. But that's okay. Okay, so, hey, no big deal. Hey, hey, th- th- I didn't care. It was, we don't have anything else to do, so I've made her drive to Fort Worth to get tacos from Jim Boy, so no big deal. So then we go, and uh, I-, I promise I'm going to start the show and say good mornings, and we got a lot to get to today. I mean, a whole lot to get to. I, I, this might be one of those shows where I talk for like three hours straight. I'm just, and, and that's just to get, get through the first segment. So, <laughs> we have to go to Costco. I'm out of Dr. Pepper. You don't want to see me when I'm out of Dr. Pepper. Oh, no, no. Were we out of Dr. Pepper this time? Yeah, I think we might have been. Yeah, we are getting Dr. Pepper. Getting all kinds of stuff. And uh, we're walking by, I don't need steaks, but we got to walk by, you know, that area in general, in the, the refrigerated area. And we, we walk by, and this is a regular Costco, not the business Costco. Brad Kid saw something, she goes, ooh, you might like these. Because she knows I like creme brulee. Creme brulee is one of my favorite desserts to get if I ever go out to a restaurant. And I looked at it, I was like, ooh, creme brulee. And now I have to do something every time I buy something when I go out is I have to check the instructions because sometimes I buy shit you got to cook all at once and I don't want it all at once. I just want some of it. So I had to look at the instructions. And as soon as I read, add sugar on top, then torch. And I was stupid enough to say the word torch out loud to where they were taken from my hands and said, you're not allowed to play with torches. And it was put back. So I did not get my creme brulee. It was handed to me and like, hey, here, and taken from the same person. (laughs) That's not right. I want to take creme brulee. But I would probably burn the house down, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, Let's say some good morning, shall we? Swoosh, first one here, says, happy Tuesday-ass family. Hope you enjoy your breakfast tacos in the bodegas today. Yes, yes, Dr. Jill, I hope that she is terribly, terribly with us. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Oh, Mage says, good morning, ass. And AIG, Japanese word of the day is meshi taro. Translation, food terrorist. I saw a Karen over the weekend throw her food at a cashier at Sam's Club. That's awesome. Oh, my God. I'd love that. That'd be fantastic to see. I guess she didn't like the hot dog she got. So I was buying one thing, and I saw her get arrested. It was great. The thing that sucks is my kid had my phone in the car so he could play games, so no video. Damn it. No! No, you people are always supposed to have cameras. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. No! Come on, mage! That, that is your stereotype. Hey, Wangs, you're taking too many pictures. It's a parking lot. Mine's off limits to Ching Chong's. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, I'm weeping for you. 
I'm weeping for your ancestors right now. My God in heaven. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only, the aforementioned bratty kid is in the house. Uh, it's whack-a-doodle time. Yeah. It is whack-a-doodle time. That's all times with you, hon. Hockey player says, happy Tuesday. Oh, this I, I was waiting for this. Arnie, nice handshakes last night. 6-0, ouch. Oof, that was fucking horrible. Night Stanley Cup Finals, let's go. I, I, I mean, it was three to nothing with like 11 minutes left in the first period. I was like, yeah, it's over. And then, you know, so I'm watching, the way I watch wrestling now, especially Monday Night Raw, is I got to record it. And then I let it like beef up for like 15 minutes so I can fast forward through the shitty chick matches. And uh, so I'm trying to do that last night, but the stars are not helping me because I'm not going to watch them get the shit battered out of them. So then I go, ooh, game seven of the Heat and the Celtics. This has been an amazing series. Celtics are trying to come back from 3-0 deficit. <sighs> and then the Heat win by 20. Or they were up by 20 the last time I checked. I was like, well, fuck. So there you go. Yeah, finals, uh, it's over. Good. Yeah, happy hockey player. House Spain says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Trash Panda. Says, I had to work yesterday morning, sucked without some ass. Um, let's see. Uh, sucked without some ass. At least I had Audible to keep me going. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, I'm glad that you were still able to do it, my friend. Well, Lottie frickin' duh! Great fire in the house. He says, yay, four-day work week. F off Monday. You missed me, bitch. Yes, indeed, we did. If you don't chew big red, then f*** you. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, ass family. I have a feeling Thursday is going to be epic, being an anniversary show. Very, very good. Very good. Yes, uh, indeed. Thursday marks six years. I got a lot to say. Got a lot of thank yous to push out there. Maybe a few fuck yous, too, but I don't know. More thank yous than fuck yous, I hope. Oh, I know. But, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. Gold says, we're back. Happy Tuesday, assholes. Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Starting the week off right with Dr. States. Battleborn then says, but then again, your shows are all epic. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Chazman, I've changed your thing because you're sending me something, and I'm hoping this is perfectly illustrating what it is. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Yeah. I got, I, I, I've got that for a story later on, too, today. Uh, but yes, it's Enrico Palazzo. Happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. Words of wisdom for today. Any day that ends in Y is a good day for tacos. Had to come back to work to relax. Amen. Uh, Sanchez family, Yo. Oh, yo, right back at you. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. There you go, Cowboys girl. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a good weekend. Stinkfest! Says, morning ass. The A's break their 11-game losing streak. This is where we turn the season around. Uh, if you call a sandwich a uh, heart... Uh, a Harley, it should have pork since it's a hog. Maybe you're right. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But yes, may, maybe. I mean. Um, He's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, am. Just a great guy. Thank and you. Really uh, mm -hmm. very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm -hmm. And you're really out. enjoyed Come being on. with him. Yeah. You, you don't always have to say those wonderful things you're out, but morning to you. 
Night of Champions was a disappointment with uh, that booking. Um, the, the, that's the WWE one. I, I got to tell you, I like the Cody Brock match. I thought the the Cody Brock match was great. Um, this week in pay per view wrestling, I mean, I'm in I'm in fucking wrestling geek heaven right now. I mean, it started Friday with SmackDown, which was taped, which sucked, but oh well. And then it had Dynamite, which that's always terrible. And then Saturday, I had Night of Champions, which I recorded, and I was able to fast forward through all the shit matches. And then I had Double or Nothing on, on AEW on Sunday. Well, I'll, t- I'll talk about him if you got questions about it. I'd look, the, the Four Pillars match, MJF won again. Fantastic. That card, no. Uh, I mean, the scene where Arn Anderson, like, bit, bit a dude's thumb off. If that's real, if Arn Anderson actually bit that man's thumb off, that would be fantastic. And then I had Monday Night Raw last night, and then I was thinking, well, tonight I got NXT, but I really watch. But, oh, holy shit, tonight Dark Side of the Ring re-premieres. That's five days, and then tomorrow's Wednesday. That's AEW. That's six days of wrestling in a row. Six. Man, oh, man, that was awesome. Uh, Gold says, uh, happy Packers fan here since the C's lost. Um, Arn, would you rather your team get swept or heartbroken trying to come back from a 3-0 deficit and get your ass blown out at home? Yeah, see, I can't, you can't do that blowout in game seven. The losing by one in game seven would be tough, but man, that'd be epic. Getting blown out in game seven, it doesn't matter. Everything that you wrote leading up to that moment sucks. So, I, 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 I honestly, I'd rather get beat 3-0. Just get me out of there. Cody Brock uh, sets Cody back on the story. Yes. Oh, I thought the Cody Brock match was fantastic. I mean, I, I knew it was going to happen. It, this is what WWE is doing. They're trying to give Cody this story like his dad once had, where he was taken on the horseman, baby. And you see, they pulled over on the side of the road, and, and they, they attacked Dusty Rose out on the streets, baby. And then in a, in a steel cage, they broke Dusty's leg, baby. And they put him out of hard times, daddy. You see, hard times. I'm not even going to do the hard times thing. But, so Cody has a broken arm now, and he was able to use this Teflon titanium cast to, you know, whip Brock Lesnar. And then, if you haven't watched it yet, I'm a spoiler alert. He passes out. Now, do we recall in certain history of wrestling a wrestler that passed out in, in, in an I Quit match with a special guest referee, Ken Shamrock, and he was taking on the Heartbreak Kid, a certain Stone Cold Steve Austin who passed out in his blood? They're just taking ep- these epic storylines from other stories of guys when they lose to build up to this amazing... But I don't know who the, the, the world champ's going to be that he beats. I don't know if it's going to be Seth. I don't know if it's going to be Roman. I don't know if it's going to be Brock again. I do, I, I, that's the only part that's got me. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, don't you mean morning of champions? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty early. It was on at noon, so. Yeah! Ogre in the house. Buenos dias, amigo. There you go. All right. Now we can actually start the program a little bit, maybe. What is this? Uh, Kyron's microphone. That's awesome. 
I'll have to do read that a little bit later. Okay, all right, let's see. All right, V. Coop says, uh, good morning, go Golden Knights, but props to Dallas for putting up a fight, not last night, but over the last few games this season. Yes, V. Coop, indeed. Did I come up with him? I think I came up with his. There's a spider on my pecker, whack it off. There's a spider on my pecker, whack it off. Wait. Don't beat it off, spank it off, whip it off, or blow it off. There's a spider on my pecker, whack it off. And then I know this one for sure. Stack R in the house! It says noon for you, 10 for us. Okay, all right. All right, well, we have an amazing, amazing story. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, The Daily Mail is a uh, news publication uh, across the pond, if you will, in Great Britain, have unleashed a what they are calling a treasure trove of never-before-seen emails and calendars of one Jeffrey Epstein. The documents show Epstein was in contact with the world's elite after even serving 13 months in jail for having sex with underage girls and being labeled a registered sex offender. Some of those people include, but aren't limited, to Irina Schrank, Chris Rock, that Chris Rock, Wendy Murdoch, Richard Branson, Peter Thiel, David Blaine, well, how's he going to make that one disappear? Hey, now. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. Woo! Alicia says, morning, y'all. Weekend has finally started. Hallelujah. Stackcar says, pickle and Cool Ranch combo Doritos were awesome. Nobody asked. But thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Alicia says, oh, my, the list. Now, this is not the list. These are the people that he had meetings with. Now, I I just want to clear that up. Oh, I do believe that so... What they're doing now, and you know what? I got to say, this is brilliant. If you've watched any kind of detective shows or or anything like, like any kind of cop shows, they have now thrown the net so widely out there, and and the net has scraped in some, some names. Some names of, uh, of, of consequence, which include Peter Thiel, the tech billionaire, Chris Rock, comedian. We all knew Woody Allen was in that book. I mean, I mean, uh, nobody, I, I guess that's a name that they're saying is breaking today that Woody Allen uh, is in that. But Duh. I mean, what do Woody Allen and Kodak have in common? They both come in little yellow boxes. I mean, that's an old way. You, you got to know the Woody Allen story, but you, if you know it, you're laughing. When they cast that out that big, guess what? Somebody's going to talk. Somebody is going to talk. 
Now the, the net has been spread so far out there that Hillary can't get to everybody. She may think that she can get to everybody, but I'll tell you this right now. If something weird happens to Chris Rock or Richard Branson in the next two weeks, I know where to point the fingers. Now, like I said, this is breaking this morning. Um, it's happening. We'll see what comes about this. Uh, who knows? Woody Allen came too soon. I can definitely see David Blaine going to Pedo Island. Now, like I said, none of this really surprises me. I, I, I'm, okay, let's see. There's Bill Gates' name. Woody Allen, shocking. Uh, Jen Sally, Jess, Jess Staley, I'm sorry. The British Bank Barclays guy, I guess, is his name, is what he does. Irina Schrank, Wendy Murdoch, and Richard Branson, all fucking big-time players in the world of broadcasting. Peter Thiel. Let's see who else we got here. Uh, that's all the names. So. so there you go. So we'll see what comes from that. No pun intended. Hillary's going to sick Will Smith on Chris Rock again. She's going to get it right this time. Now, there are a couple of big things that happened over the weekend. Uh, one is being reported all over the place and one isn't. <clears throat> the one that's being reported all over the place is that there was a shooting on a boardwalk in Florida yesterday or over the weekend. Big shootout in Hollywood, Florida. Shocking, I know. Um... Gavin Newsom came out, and he wanted to blame the shooting. Rather than, he wanted to make this a political statement. Rather than wishing, you know, good things to the people that were maybe shot. So somebody, instead, he wanted to go out and, and tweet this. DeSantis signed a permitless carry bill in April that removes requirements for background checks, instruction, training, oversight. Until our leaders have the courage to stop bowing down to the NRA and enact common sense gun safety, this kind of senseless violence will continue. And it was very, very quickly rebuted when I believe a member of Ron DeSantis' staff tweeted right back to him saying, how does a law that doesn't take effect until July 1st change the outcome? Idiot! I, I, I mean, seriously, is Adele on the list? When I say that the oh, name Adele, what comes to mind? Hello, it's me. I was wondering yeah. if after all these years you'd like no, to No, no, I don't want to meet you. And, and this, is what, this is what we all need to see. This is what we all need to hear about. When politicians, I don't care right or left, I don't give a fuck what it is. When they, when they get caught doing something wrong, good, fucking call them out. He fucked up on this one. Felt like he's fucked up the entire state of California. And how dare you try to do that? When in your state of California, this is the story you're not hearing about. Gavin needs to wear a shirt that says, I heart mass shootings and dead kids. He does. 
Horrific footage shows a mob of 40 teenagers jumping three Marines on a California beach before unleashing a savage beatdown on Memorial Day weekend after they were called out for being unruly. One of the victims said the assault came after he confronted the teenagers about setting off fireworks on the beach. Two of the Marines can be seen in the ground as a pack of teenagers pummeled them. One was jumped from behind. Now, I'm just going to tell you, y'all done fucked up. Y'all done clean fucked up. Because it ain't going to be these Marines that come and get you. Because you see, there's footage of it. And, and, and the footage is pretty horrendous here. Let's see. Hey, guys. We are giving out a ton of these DeWalt samples today. Just fill out our quick two-minute survey, and we'll ship it right to your... There's the Marines walking away. Throwing rocks at them. One just... It's 40 on it, at least 40. Kicking them in the head while they're down. That's great. That 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 uh, oof, that's tough to watch, and 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 I'm just gonna tell you this right now. Those ain't the Marines that are gonna come looking for y'all. See y'all get y'all done fucked up by videotaping it. See they're gonna find that, they're gonna find that 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 those tapes, and they're gonna fucking face match it because you know some of those guys have some high ups there, and you don't tarnish the Marine Corps' name. Oh. Oh, we're we're about to hear about deady dead about forty dead fucking teenagers. I can't see the video or the people beating up the Marines black. I know racist question and all. Yeah, uh, no, they're all colors. Mainly white kids are jumping them, and, and this is the kind of thing that 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 happens with these fucking groups. They, they, they throw rocks at them when the people are trying to walk away and attacking them from behind. You ain't got the fucking stones to attack me from up front, and you ain't got the stones to attack me without 40 or your 50 or your damn friends. Oh, see, Ogre, no. Your, your question, it's a fantastic question. Do these fucking kids understand how many cops are ex-military or have family in uniform? These kids have such a beating coming in front of them. And, you know, here's the, here's, here's the awesome part. There's a likelihood that one of these kids could end up trying to join the Marines. And what happens when they find out about that? Hoo-wee! But once again, this story not being reported, that three Marines are jumped on Memorial Day weekend in California. 
governor not lifting a fucking finger to do anything because he's too busy pointing it at another state. But once again, I digress. Now, this weekend uh, is synonymous with uh, auto racing. This weekend is the year that, or the, the weekend, if they join the Marines, they're getting the pile treatment with the bars of soap and this. Oh, it's going to be much worse than that. Much worse than that. Um, I don't know if any of you guys watched the Indy 500 this weekend. I'm not a big, I'm not a big race fan anymore just due to the fact that Dale Earnhardt died, and I love Dale Earnhardt. I've never been an IndyCar real big fan. But after this, um, well, we have, we, we have one now in the running for the worst national anthem of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, on Memorial Day weekend, I present to you recording artist Jewel. Performs our national anthem. Wow. Can you see the dawn's early light? What's so proudly we hailed at the You gotta hear it. it. Ogre, I know, just fight through it. It only goes on for another two minutes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the way the
man, oh man, that's the national anthem. Yeah, think about it. You you are going to be watching cars go in a damn circle for the next four and a half hours. You need to be able to be excited about something. This gets you moving. When fucking Jewel gets you grooving. That a flag was not a love song, it's a fucking march. It's an old fucking English drinking song. Good God. Can 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 we make a rule? Hold on a second. Let's see. Uh deport that cunt to Detroit. Do not invite a folk singer to do this. Uh real quick, let me just give you the the most obvious Bingo. There you go. Great. Now the dog is howling. Thanks, Arnie. Maid says, I feel like a POW in Vietnam getting his fingernails ripped off. What the fuck? Spoiler alert, she's not Whitney Houston. What are you talking about, Arnie? This shit totally destroys what Whitney Houston did in the Super Bowl. New law, playing of the national anthem are replays of Whitney at the Super Bowl. I would be okay with that. I mean, honestly, I... Look, 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 look here. If, if you're going to talk about I love the guy from the Chicago Blackhawks, and that's who I played right there. I don't know. What, what, what's his name here? What's he getting his name? Um, the, uh, I don't even know his name. Whatever. But, and by the way, he does O Canada that well, too. And, I, and if you know me, you know I love O Canada. Not as a national animal. It's just a, a catchy little, little, little ditty. Um, but, you, they, I mean, you have this gal here. What, what's this? play the Whitney version, it needs to be dubbed with a nose-snorting something. But, come on, when it when, when it's a weekend that's supposed to honor those that, that fought and gave their lives for this country, you're going to put it in the hands of Jewel? And by the way, by the way, do they do they just call up Jewel? They get you know, uh, hey, uh, you got Jewel's number? Yeah, here you go. All right, and they text it to him. And, hey, Jewel, um, the uh, 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 Indianapolis five hundred here. Uh, what are you doing Memorial Day weekend? Uh, would you mind singing the national anthem for us? No. Okay, great. Well, we'll we'll provide you all the details. Come on out. Now, when you get there. I would assume that you would you would have to go through some sort of I don't know, um, not necessarily tryout, but hey, how are how are you going to do the national anthem, huh, hon? How are you going to do it? You see, I I wouldn't leave that step untouched right there, because then if she comes out to, you know, if she bulls, where, where does bullshit go? She, she I, I'm sitting there looking at her going. 
fucking drop the bomb. Oh, come on. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, shit. She actually drowned out the sound of the flyover. Ugh. At least Oakland has a tower of power on default for it. No shit. I mean, you're you're the Indianapolis 500 when you hear that, like, on Friday, because she probably flies in Friday. She's got to do all the press and all that kind of bullshit. This is a big deal. It's one of the biggest car races in the world, the Indianapolis 500, let alone America. And she goes up there and does that. I would be like, fuck, we got to get somebody here. Call the Marine Corps Band. They're going to know the song. And they're going to do it the proper way. And you know it's going to be patriotic as a motherfucker, too. Memorial Day weekend, you got the, the Marine Corps band. Get the guy from the Blackhawks. Get the black pr- trumpet player from the damn Dallas Cowboys. Don't get the guy that played trumpet the Ranger game a few weeks ago. That guy sucked. Jewel heard that acoustic guitar version by the Fray and said, hold my straw. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh you, you're going to make me do it, aren't you? You're going to make me do it. Oh, boy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you get to pick which one was worse. I mean, I think these are the two worst I've ever heard. Do we go with Jewel's rendition of the national anthem, or do we go with... The Fray. And the Fray in the performance of our national anthem. NCAA championship. I can't. No, the fray is still the worst. Jewel is a second. Jewel is a solid two. Wow. Okay, so here's the question I have for you, ass family. When it comes to the national anthem, and, and I and I know that I can be a dick on this, and and by the way, I don't care. Um, what would you rather? Which one is the least of two evils? Doing it your way, like Jewel and the Fray and some of these artists do. Or forgetting the words. Or mixing up the words, not knowing the words. Which one? You make the call. I want to know which one is worse. Make it your own or just fucking it up.
let's see. Uh, flaming pile of shit inside garbage. Uh, let's see. Enrico Palazzo did a much better job than they could. Now, see, I don't have a problem with the Enrico Palazzo version because it was in a movie. It was a satire movie talking about bumbling police. It was a comedy. Now, when Roseanne Barr did it, because Battleborn just says Roseanne, Roseanne stole a bit from that movie because she did it after the naked gun and she thought she was being funny, but she was just terrible. And the Padres should have known better, but I still blame her. Uh, I don't know, is a bullet in the head an option? Swoosh says, do not change the melody in the national fucking anthem. Uh, so I asked, what's worse, making it your own or fucking it up? Mage says making it your own. Stinkfist says fucking it up. Ogre says making it your own is consensus and international. Forgetting the words can be psychological and understandable. Okay, all right. Scott says forgetting the words. Since our president mixes up words, I think we have to forgive that one. Making it your own, because fucking it up just nerves. Making your own practice. Okay. Uh, making your own. Uh, Enrico, uh, <laughs> Enrico could call a strike. Oh, absolutely he could. You did not fuck with Enrico Palazzo. So, so, so we had that to deal with this week. But that's not all. <laughs> In the latest version of please forgive us. Please forgive us. That fine company of Budweiser has decided to partner up. No, oh, I got to play this. The greatest legacy. Hold on. There you go. The greatest legacies are built with grit and resilience. One detail at a time. Limited edition Budweiser Harley Davidson cans. For those who give everything to their craft. I haven't watched the commercial until now. The new Harley Davidson Budweiser cans. <laughs> now, why would Harley Davidson do this? Now, I, I'm like I, I'm I'm very perplexed on this because there there there's stories out there about Target this weekend, and we, we'll talk about Target. And, and I can't wait to talk about Target, but why, why would you do this? This is just as bad as the Clydesdale running across America. You know, I mean, I, I understand that Budweiser is trying everything, and, and I applaud them for trying to get the... the, the i tell you this. I do believe in my heart of hearts, if that if that vice president of marketing never went online or did that interview, Budweiser would be not in the predicament that they're in. Coming soon to Surgis, trans bikers and rainbow flags. Oh. I, I'm I'm so I'm so perplexed at this. They they you know what Harley had to owe Budweiser something. I, that has to be what it is. This is just another cheap att- attempt to 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 grab the the American heartstrings. 
Well, is Harley Davidson making a rainbow bike? Like, uh, like, uh, does it a rainbow truck? This pandering is pathetic. Yeah, I think Ford did. Ford do the rainbow truck. It is, and now, now I get to do something that. Oh God, y- you know I hate doing it. Y- y- you know I hate doing it, but contractually, contractually, I have to. Target loses $10 billion in market cap in 10 days, and stocks fall to its lowest trading value in a year in a wake of the pride, tuck-friendly swimwear line. Now, now I, 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 I have to say that, yes, it is contractual that I play this, Oh, in these cases, I love it. This is my. This is the reason I wake up in the morning is for this right here. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot! Say my name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Doing his little shimmy, it makes the women here in Cleveland puke. Well, the clean women in Cleveland need to listen up. I told you, I told you, I told you. I've been telling you this since the day after the election in 2020. I told you. I warned you. I pled with you. I said, do not wake up this side. I said it. Hold on a second. I I, I need to make sure that, that, that you understand that. I said it. I said I said it. Mm-hmm. I told you not to wake this side up. I told you to stop. Stop with the, 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 the rioting in the street. Stop with all this. Stop with the bullshit. Stop with the transgenderism, forcing it down everybody's throat. I told you to stop because you don't want to wake up this side. And you all know that I said that. You all know that I said that. Do not wake up this side. Two major companies in this country, Budweiser and Target, due to the fact that they they woke up part of that side, has cost them close to $30 billion in the first quarter of the year. Well, we're almost in the second quarter now, sorry. You just keep taking and taking and taking. And I said, don't wake up this side. And then you fuck with two things that are very, very important to that side. And maybe it's funny that one is beer, but the second one is their kids. You don't fuck with people's kids. The drag shows, the indoctrination, kids don't know what gay is. 
Okay, I, I am so sick and tired of these fucking quote-unquote educated people. I don't trust really educated, educated people. You know why? Because they don't live life. The super educated, these people who have 58 doctorates and all this kind of shit, and they show up at every graduation there everywhere, they might be fucking book smart, but they have no fucking common sense whatsoever. And I will not trust them as far as I can throw them, and with my bad knee, it ain't going to be going that damn far. Pastor Locke is calling out Target witches, Budweiser witches, Miller witches, and Harley witches. Well, you can't leave Coles off there because Coles is doing it too. And you got the left, the side that did all this pushing, going, this is terrible. How can you do this to these companies? Oh, my God, why are you doing this? All these right-wingers are so terrible. We never want to ban anything. Well, wait a second. Hold on a second here. You got all mad because we had a black woman on a, on a bottle of syrup. And we took that woman off that bottle of syrup. We took that engine gal off the Land of Lakes because of you. Nobody asked for it. I didn't want it. I didn't give a fuck. I enjoyed seeing the black woman on my syrup bottle. And they're going to change Mrs. Butterworth, too? Fuck that bullshit. And we want to get a, 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 a transgender who, by the way, over the weekend announced that, that he is attracted to women. And he said he told his father this. And his father says, well, you know, we've always wanted you to have a baby with a woman. He goes, oh, no, I'll be having the baby. No, you won't. You can't. It's physically impossible. And I told you, motherfuckers, this is a told you so that I enjoy, but I also hate. I told you not to wake this side up. This side is starting to wake up. And what have I told you about pendulums? Because I would imagine in about four years when I'm still doing this show about to celebrate ten years on the air, because we ain't going anywhere, motherfuckers. I will tell you that the pendulum has already swung too far the other way. And I will be calling out all those who are wanting to fucking ban every damn book in the world. Because I think book bans are stupid, but I, uh, in the meanings of books like that are to Kill a Mockingbird, things like that. Not these new books that are talking about rim jobs and poop. Yes, those books should be banned because they're pornographic and they shouldn't be in a school library. Would you put Penthouse in an elementary school library? That's all you have to ask. Now I'll get back to the message board. Sorry. Uh, famous quote from uh, Admiral Yankamoto in World War II, I fear all we have done is to awaken sleeping giant and fill them with a terrible resolve. Man, oh man, mage, congratulations. Correct the mundo. And you want to know why? Well, hold on a second here. Forbes is posting videos on YouTube of liberals being owned in the Senate and the House. More and more of these liberals' agendas are being exposed. It feels like the country is starting to swing back. In fact, a few elections just swung red quietly, and it's worrying the liberals. It should be. And by the way, it should worry everybody. Because once again, once again, let me point this out for everybody who thinks I am a stone-cold conservative. I am not. I am a stone-cold American. Actually, I'm a stone-cold Texan first, but 
The right will swing it too far because once they get power, these people don't know what to do with power. Once again, the best thing for this country is right down the middle. I wonder if the left would be okay with letting my comp be available in elementary schools. They better be. They better be. They're the ones who are calling out now. Now, look here. I think the right does throw out too many books. And this is, once again, this whole book debacle, this whole book burning, this isn't like the 40s of the book, but let, let's sit down and have a conversation. This is just like abortion. Yes, I, yes, I'm going to equate it to something that I absolutely hate because I absolutely hate the idea that they're burning books too, especially classics. Um, we have really, really smart people in this country. You know those people I talked about that I don't trust, but they're really, really smart when it comes to this kind of stuff, like doctors who can all sit down and get your religious ideas out of there and talk about health because not everybody's religious. I know everybody in America likes to pretend they're religious, but y'all know what? They need to just stop. I can appreciate y'all going to church on Sundays and worshiping and trying to live a good life and all this kind of bullshit, but down deep down, you ain't. You don't sit on a prayer mat and pray eight times a day. You don't make a pilgrimage every single year to Mecca to pray. Those people are religious. That's their life. Religion in America is a pastime. Okay? And I appreciate it, and I respect you, and I respect your beliefs. But don't try to claim that you're this ultra, super-duper person. Let's sit down and have conversations. And figure out when is an okay time to get an abortion. When is it going to be safe? When is it safest for the mother? And when is it safest? Well, it doesn't have to be safe for the baby because you're murdering it. Sorry, I had to hit my little political agenda out there. But when is the safest? When is the most humane? Okay, because, you know, some people believe it's the moment of conception. And then some people believe it's a day after it's born. I got to think that there are going to be enough smart people in this world to sit down and actually have a conversation about this topic and come up with some guidelines. I'm not religious. I just believe in Jesus Christ. Well, I, hey, I believe that he walked the earth. I believe. Look, I, I, once again, I don't care what you believe. I applaud you for having a, a, a faith in something. Because a lot of people don't, and, 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 and you know what? That's on them. If they can look themselves in the mirror, okay. I don't have to live your life. But these things that, that we're trying to put on people, you can believe wholeheartedly against abortion. I, and I'm not going to tell you you're wrong because that's your belief. But I think if, if, if then that means you don't get one. That's pretty much what it means. It means you and your ilk don't get one. Now, some stranger who lives 800 miles away who was forcibly raped by her uncle and cousin and got knocked up, I think that we should be able to talk to her and say, do you want to carry this baby? And she says no. Then i got to say okay with that. I'm just saying. That's where I sit. But this idea that we're burning books and we're not having conversations, this is what's wrong with our country. This right here is exactly what's wrong with our country is that you don't like it when people push back 
everybody likes to be a bully. All these Karens in the world. Look here. You break a camera out and you're recording me because I'm complaining about something. I'm going to play it up for the fucking camera. Because I don't give a fuck. I'm standing for my convictions. And if you think I'm mean or I'm fucking wrong about that, then fuck off. I don't care. You have wronged me in a way. I'm, I'm going back to my incident at, the, at the, the vape place when I was trying to get Kratom. And the lady skipped in front of me and the kid didn't do anything about it. And I, I, no. No, I'm not going to be quiet about it. There are too many people that are quiet about this shit. We used to speak up when we were wronged. And now everybody's afraid that they're going to end up going viral. Well, if you're not wrong, then what are you worried about? What are you worried about? Hmm? That people might judge you? Well, fuck those people. There are some people that are going to judge you to be right, too. And I'm talking about real things. Don't, don't, don't wanna, you, you don't want to sit next to somebody on a plane. You become a horse's ass on the plane. That's too bad. That's on you, motherfucker. That's not you standing up for your convictions. That's you being a donkey. Y'all need to know what your rights are. And mainly aren't. I, I, we, were, we went to the mall this week. I got my new hat. Got, oh, man. By the way, I, I did a special T-shirt time today. Um, no, I didn't play the sound effect. I just put it up online. Uh, we are on the eve of the end of one of the most fantastic shows that has ever been on television. The show's called Ted Lasso. I'm not ready for it to end. Uh, I, the show is just so fantastic. It's so greatly written, and the actors are great at it. And I, it might drop tonight. I know it'll be on tomorrow. Uh, I'm wearing my Ted Lasso T-shirt, and I'm wearing my new, my new hat, the, uh, the, the, the hand, <laughs> the sign language A. <laughs> now, when I, went to, uh, when I went to Lids this weekend to get it done, we had to go a few times because... Lids is a fucking asshole company to work with. <laughs> when they finally sent over the, the correct proof and they could pick it up at the Lids store, we went to the, the North Park store, the, the, most, uh, the most pompous mall in, in, in Dallas, I have to say, because we're close to Island Park over there, the ritzy part of town. There's a Neiman Marcus in there. There's a, a Nordstrom in there. And, and I go in there, and I, I love going to this mall because you get to this, this mall is the greatest mall to watch people in. I mean, you get all kinds of fucking people in this mall. It's fantastic. So I'm in there, and I'm in a fucking, oh, I'm wearing Jerry Lee Lewis flipping you off. That's my shirt of the day because I knew what I was doing. And camouflage pants, meaning I was not someone to accost. So I go in there and they make my hat and it's the uh, it, it's the letter A in sign language and it's a it, it looks like a fist but it's your right hand but your thumb is you would never throw a punch with this fist because your thumb is pointing up and I put it online and I put this is all this I got this hat for all my deaf listeners <laughs> and I told the kid in the store I go yeah I'm getting this for my deaf listeners and he didn't get it. He didn't get it. He wasn't. He wasn't that fast on the on the giddy up there. I go. It's the letter A in sign language. He's like, oh, that's cool. Here's the funny part about the whole thing: deaf people can actually write, 
and they know what the letter A is. So when I put an A on my hat, the deaf people know exactly what it is, but now the fist is just for them. Oh, this, this is the number one hat. This is, this is hat numero uno in the collection. This is the top dog. God, that was fun getting that made. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, big news to report here. Uh, I'm not shocked at this. I don't think anybody should be too shocked at this. The big, gigantic old Navy store in downtown San Francisco, it's about to close. <laughs> the company is exploring new downtown locations. We'll better serve the needs of our business and our customers. Yes, we want to get away from the bums and the feces and the used needles. This is the part that, that, that I laugh about the most. I, I hate seeing businesses close in America, even businesses I don't care for. Now, I, I don't have a problem with Old Navy, uh, except that they, their clothes don't fit me, fuckers. Why don't you people like fat people? But I digress. Um, when, when are the people in San Francisco, is San Francisco going to be the last city in America to fight back? I think it will. I, it's, between, it's between San Francisco and Portland to see which one is more stupid. When Arnie goes on cam for the show, he'll need to hire a sign person for the deaf listeners. <laughs> oh, come on. We can just close caption it. We can close caption it with the sign language. <laughs> now, that would be funny. Close captioning available in sign language only. <laughs> Um, Gap Incorporated has deep roots in San Francisco and is committed to the city. Yeah, yeah, uh, let me just say, no, they're committed to their stockholders. If I was a stockholder, I'd sell every piece of stock I had in Gap Inc. If they said they're committed to the city, no, you better be committed to my fucking bottom line. I'm not shocked by it. I I mean, once again, these are things that, that... that are not surprising. If you allow it, and I'm looking at a picture right now of the old Navy store, and I can literally see three bums on the sidewalk right in front of the store. Now, why would you want to shop in front of that? You know you're going to get accosted. You can just walk by. Sometimes they'll fucking yell at you. They'll spit at you. They'll throw feces at you. Why do I want to shop there when I can go to an old Navy fucking up the road in Valencia and only get raped, possibly? I mean, it, it, this is stupid. Th- th- this just makes zero sense to me why they've allowed this to happen to San Francisco. I mean, I don't care. I, 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 it's not like it's a city that I've ever really liked. And I'll be honest with you, I've never liked the city. And it has everything to do with the football team. I hate the city of San Francisco. Whoop-de-doo, they got a lot of good food places. Fuck them, they got the 49ers. Mm-mm. No, my, my, my hatred for that team and that city runs deep. Deep. 
It's like the entire state of Oklahoma. If I can avoid the entire state of Oklahoma, I do. Except that one weekend in October where we kicked the shit out of them every year. <laughs> what was that score last year? 49 to nothing? Mm. Oh, I'm smelling the same thing this year, too. Uh, I carry novelty $5 bills folded up. At a quick glance, they look real, and I hand them to the homeless people when they beg. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's good. I'm tired of this. Um, okay, get ready. Here is our next level of absolute positive stupidity in our country. Are you ready? Oh, listen to this, fat broad. Here's your reminder that fat phobia is rooted in racism. As always, if you haven't read this book, go do that. Black body. The main thing to understand is that for the last 300-ish years, white folks have been marketing fatness as a black trait. And this is regardless of whether or not black people individually were actually fat. That was irrelevant. The message they spread was that black women specifically were ravenous and uncontrollable, and these barbaric traits made them fat. On the flip side, thinness was marketed as a white trait. Again, regardless of whether or not individual white people were actually thin, that was irrelevant. The idea was that white women specifically were refined and restrained, and this led them to having delicate, thin bodies. Over the years, these messages have become more subtle, but even today they are still very prevalent in conversations around race, health, capitalism, and poverty. Here's your reminder that fat phobia. Now, before I get to the city, uh, the the story uh, out of New York City. New York City. Not appropriate. Um, I need I, I need to say something that I've I've never said before on this show, or anywhere, about this whole fat phobia thing. See, I'm fat. I've been fat my whole life. I'm okay with. I don't, I, I've lost the ability to care. I'm on Ozempic now, and I've lost some weight, and I'm happy. I, I, I feel better. Uh, slept great last night, once in a while. Um, but, but y'all need to stop. Y- y'all, y'all fat bastards, y'all need to stop. We did this to ourselves. Just own up to it. You know why I'm fat? It's because food is delicious. That's why. And I found a lot of it that I like. And a lot of it is bad for me. That's right. I'll say it. A lot of the food that I like is bad for me. My favorite part of the steak is the ribeye fat. I'm I'm not afraid to admit that. My favorite part of fried chicken is the chicken skin. Not afraid to admit it. My favorite part of pudding is the pudding skin. And then the rest of the pudding. Well, you're fat because you're black, Arnie. Oh, wait. Well, here's the thing. Let's, let's, Let's put the brakes on this. Let's think about this, shall we? Now, now. Historically, the black folks came to America to be what? Slaves. Now, here's my question. Aside from being pregnant when the master knocks up one of the the house gals, do you really think there were a lot of fat slaves? I want you to think about this. The slaves who were mainly in the South were picking cotton, correct? I'm not making, I'm not trying to be racist here. I'm just telling the story, which means they worked where? They worked out in a field and they had to bend over and pick cotton in a hot field and carry a large bag with them. Now, how many of them do you think got fucking fat? Because they would work probably, I don't know, 16, 17, 18 hours a day. 
maybe get a food break in there. I don't. I don't think that they and and, and the 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 house gals. I don't imagine they would want a big fat big one. I would think that they would want like the Nubian princess, like in Django. I could be wrong, but I gotta think you, this is where people don't use enough of their brain. To think that this stems from this, do you realize that during the Renaissance era, the Renaissance, this is way, way back. This is back before America was even thought of. The Renaissance era, fat women were depicted as as the ones. By the way, it wasn't until probably, I don't know, in the last 30 years, 40 years, that being thin has been really an option. Marilyn Monroe was a bigger gal. Like it or not. By the way, so many knuckle children were spilt over fucking Marilyn Monroe that you could probably add up Carmen Electra, Pam Anderson, Denise Richards, and they would have rookie numbers compared to what Marilyn did. And Marilyn was a biggin'. So to think that this whole idea has anything, this is a fat person who wants to be left alone. You don't want to be called fatty, fatty two by four. Okay, great. Nobody does. Do something about it. Do something about it. Why is there always white women scolding white people? Yeah. (laughs) Well, Arnie, if you watch Roots, you'll see Oprah's fat ass in there, LOL. Underfed and overworked. Un- underfed and overworked. Yes, absolutely. And that that just spells obesity, doesn't it? I imagine they had a real diabetes problem back then. Can we just stop? Well, the reason why I played that is because um, the mayor of New York City, New York City, not appropriate. Eric Adams signs a discrimination law that puts obesity. In the same category as race and religion. I got to say, this is the first time I've ever been embarrassed to be fat. Or at least since that, that day in second grade. And I'm not embarrassed at the fact that I'm grossly overweight. I'm not, I'm, no, I, I'm embarrassed by these people. These fucking liars, these people, hey, there, there's an easy solution to it. It's hard, and I'll tell you real quick, that's why I don't do it. If you notice anything about me, if I do anything that's hard, it's something that I really, really means a lot to me, and being thin isn't one of those things. I don't care about it. I chased it for a while. I chased working out. I chased doing all that. But you know what I found out? I found out that I still like eating more. I like drinking Dr. Pepper. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with it. Now, you can say, oh, health issues this, health issues that. And I'll, all I'll do is throw out the guy who, you know, introduced jogging to the world, died of a heart attack while actually jogging. If you like working out, go work out. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying you're wrong for it. There was a time I enjoyed working out. Not anymore. It's okay to change what you like and what you don't like. But here's the deal. Uh, Swoosh says, "Stop with the virtue signaling." Yes, that's all this is. 
oh, fat people, they get made fun of, and it's the same thing. No, no, see, it's not the same thing as race. You can't change race. Y'all need to own up. I am never going to be that fat person that's outside fucking holding the picket sign saying, stop serving this. I No, I, I like ice cream. I like that shit. I enjoy it. When uh, the, the, the good son, uh, Brady Kid's good kid, not the spawn, the, the good kid is moving here in the next few weeks, which I'm very excited about because he has a smoker and he's really good at smoking. But here's the deal. He can't have a smoker at his apartment, so he's going to keep the smoker over here. And I told him the first week he's smoking brisket, and he's going to smoke uh, a thing of uh, cream cheese. Now, brisket and cream cheese smoked is not the healthiest option for me, especially when I make my baked beans with them. I don't care, though. It's good. It tastes good. I, I'm I'm of the, the mindset, especially now, of, of make yourself happy in your life. Just make yourself happy. You're the only one that can do it. Others can try, and, and they will, and, and, and I know that people try around me to make me happy, and they do a great job of it. But but if something happens to those people, then i got to find a way to make myself happy. Make yourself happy. Joe Biden likes ice cream. Yeah, look, man, that's the one thing that's relatable to anybody. People like, hey, fuck yeah. That's the one thing about Joe Biden that I won't give him shit for, except when he mentions it when he's talking about, you know, a school shooting right beforehand, because that's bad. It's bad talking about chocolate chip ice cream and then mentioning that there was a school shooting that killed nine kids. That was not, not good timing, sir. But once again, this is what I... Uh, this is what I've found in my life. I've, I, I find that, that as long as I try to make myself happy, and if, if I can make y'all laugh, if, if I can do my job and, and bring you a, some joy and some information and laughs in the morning, then I'm doing my job. I'm living my life because I love making people laugh. There's nothing better than making people laugh. I'll tell you what. You, you want to see me in a, in a good mood? You, you let Ross go around me, and I can get him to start laughing, and he's laughing. Holy shit, that's awesome. That is fantastic. There's nothing better than that. What a stupid son of a bitch. No, no, not, not Roscoe. That's dead Joe Biden. Yeah, Roscoe's, he, he's all right. He's not that smart, but he, he, he's okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Arnie, at least you always have Adele. When I say the, the name Thank Adele, you. what comes to mind? Hello. Yes, hello. I gotta get some Dr. Pepper. It's me. I was wondering no. if after all these years no. you'd like to meet. No, I I don't want to meet. I need to go get some Dr. Pepper. Uh, seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio One at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler and uh, back to uh, no eighties this week. So here you go. Now you wear your skin like iron 
your breath is hard as kerosene. You weren't your mama's only boy, but her favorite one, it seemed. She began to cry when you said goodbye. Sank into your dream. Pancho was a bandit boy. His horse was fast as polished steel. He wore his gun outside his pants for all the honest world to feel. Well, Pancho met his match, you know, on the deserts down in Mexico. Nobody heard his dying word. Oh, but that's the way it goes. All the federalists say they could have had him any day. They only let him slip away. Out of kindness, I suppose. sing the blues all night long like he used to the dusty poncho bit down south ended up and left his mouth the day they laid poor poncho low left he split for Ohio where he got the bread to
But it was all that I could do to keep from crying. because he hadn't said anything at all about mama or trains or trucks or prison or getting drunk. Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to the song and he sent it to me and after reading it, I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song and I felt obliged to include it on this album. The last verse goes like this here. Well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. And I went to pick 
Vagina, vagina, vagina. Let me just tell you real quick. Just check the emails. Now, now, Cowboys Girl, I got your email. I'm having a battle with Apple right now. And the music's... I, 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 got, I, I, got, I got something for you. But it, you, you got to wait. You got your birthday stuff. You got to wait. It's cool. I got, I, I got it somewhat covered. Um, but just check the email. And boy, oh boy, tomorrow, woo-wee, we're going to have us a fight on the air. Oh, that's right. Somebody does not like my stance on something, and they told me, they, this is what they told me. Are you ready? I'm, I'm not kidding. The last part of this mail, the last part of this mail, it says, You need to grow the fuck up. You need to grow the fuck up. You need to grow the fuck up. Really? Do your fucking job. Okay. Uh, uh, tomorrow. If you want an email read tomorrow, uh, you can write me anytime. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Uh, the email's a, a listener mail brought to you by our fine friends over at JS Floors. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, that's all I got to say about that. Now, moving on, uh, let's give a big round of applause, shall we? Uh, uh, real quick here, once I get right sound effects going. Um the city of Chicago this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Going into yesterday, you were at 34 shootings and only six deaths. Final numbers from the weekend are... At least 50 people have been shot in Chicago over the weekend with 11 dying. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. By the way, but Illinois, one of the strongest gun laws, anti-gun laws in the nation. 30, 50, 34 people as of yesterday, or Sunday. That was Sunday, so it happened the last two days. Uh, Straight Fire says, holy shit, happy birthday, Cowboys girl. Yeah, it was Friday. 
Or was this weekend? I don't know. It was sometime. I got you. 50 people were shot in Chicago this weekend. And, 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 and you want to ban Just stop. Just, just stop with your lunacy. You, you, this is lunatics. This is so dumb. I, I'm tired. I am so tired of Chicago. <laughs> these nations with these strict-ass gun laws, and you see this. Oh, well, Texas, Texas doesn't have strict law and gun laws, and kids are getting shot there. Kids are getting shot everywhere, fuckholes. Let's just tell the truth. Let's just tell the truth. It doesn't matter if the state has fucking harsh gun laws or lax gun laws. People are going to shoot other people. That's the way of the world now. Sorry. I'm sorry. If you think I've given up, then so be it. You can think that. But it's I, I'm a realist. I know that I shouldn't fucking attack people in public because they probably have a gun and they're going to kill me. This ain't the good old days where you get a fist fight in outside of a bar because you're going to die now. And see, that's the thing that holds me back. They, and, and, and I'm, you know, open on. There's so many people that I want to attack in this world and just put a beat down on, knowing that half of them are going to probably kick my ass, which I'm fine with that. That's okay. I've been beaten up before. And then a quarter of that, I'll win. And then the other quarter, they're, they're out to kill me. So I have to realize, is, this, is, is, is me getting upset over this enough to die for? Man, must have been a slow weekend. My cousin doing his 40th in Chicago asked if I was free. That's a big fuck no. And yes, he is from Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, why, just go down to Modesto. Go down to Stockton. If you want to feel that Chicago feeling, go to Stockton for a weekend. Save yourself a lot of money. And your, your own doctor is close enough to you there. <laughs> I, I'm just tired. These are, these are getting to be just ridiculous stories that are just, they're, they're out there just to make me laugh now. Um, State Farm will no longer offer new home insurance policies in California over wildlife concerns. I mean, honestly. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Wasn't it Susan Sarandon? Uh, or not Susan Sarandon, Suzanne Summers, the Three's Company gal, the Thighmaster gal. It's sad that I know her from Three's Company. Everybody else knows her as the Thighmaster gal. Didn't her house burn down like three years in a row because she lived in like Wildfire Alley? State Farm said it will no longer accept new applications for business and personal lines of property and uh, casualty insurance in California. Citing a rapidly growing catastrophe exposure in a key re- is a as a key reason. Now here's my question: Do they do the same thing in Florida? Do do they do the same? Do they do the same thing in the Midwest, in Oklahoma, and Iowa, and Kansas? Do they do they do the same thing because uh, rapidly growing catastrophe exposure? Well, let's see, you've got hurricanes that hit Hurricane Alley. And then there's Tornado Row, which they call it, which is all through the Midwest. And those do tons and tons of catastrophe. 
and it kills people. I don't understand people that rebuild in Florida. I wouldn't want to live in Florida. Fucking Tommy. Tommy's on a cruise right now. Tommy's on vacation. He's in the Bahamas. And I, 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 got to, I got to talk to him, just uh, text him a couple times this weekend. Now he's off the grid, as he said. Um, but he said he saw a woman in, in Florida walking a woman. A woman was walking a raccoon on a leash. How about Lemu and Doug? Will they insure me? <laughs> I hate Lemu and Doug. I especially hate Doug. Lemu I would want to beat with a bat. That's a mean-ass emu. The largest auto and home insurer provider stopped accepting the applications of all businesses and personal lines of property and casualty, ins- uh, casualty insurance on Saturday. So once again, uh, is, this, is this just a fuck you California? or do they? I, I don't know. Do they do this all over the country? me uh i want nothing more than limo to go mad and peck doug to death all the sight of that doug jr care oh doug jr is a bull pussy is tommy wearing tommy bahama while he's vacationing in the bahamas you were the second person to make it. the first one was, was bratty kid who called him tommy bahama i don't think that one's gonna stick i hope it doesn't well, part of me hopes it does, but then that will replace two-minute Tommy, which I've had on him for, I don't know, 30-plus years. That's <sighs> Tommy wearing Tommy Bahamas. I'm going to try to text him. Um, let's see. A listener just... If you are, in fact, wearing Tommy Bahama clothing while in the Bahamas. There you go. Now, he's off the grid, so I probably won't get a response to him. Dude, I knew a lady with a pet raccoon. She had a leash for him. That's fucking crazy. If I saw somebody walking a damn raccoon down the street with a fucking on a leash, I'd go to the other side of the street. He's on vacation. Clearly, he's wearing a loincloth. <laughs> Knowing Tommy, he would. And it would be a medium-sized loincloth, too. Oh, all right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, this is a this is actually a very funny story. Um, it's it, it, it's not, but um, I gotta see something here. Okay, all right. For reference, <laughs> that was as good as a prank phone call. Um, in 1983, when the Queen of England made a trip to America, this is a real story that's just being unleashed now, um, there was a plot to kill her. The FBI re- records uh, have released this. Um, 
The late monarch's West Coast visit with her husband, Prince Philip, included a stop in San Francisco. At the time, the queen was invited by the regency his home state of Florida. Now, I don't know if there is any truth in the matter that... Hey! It's Enrico Palazzo! If he actually did throw off the attempt. Because remember, that happened at a Dodger game. The Dodgers and Angels were somehow playing. Or no, it was, no, it was, the, it was the Angels and Mariners. It was an Angels game. According to the documents, the man said he was going to attempt to harm Queen Elizabeth by either dropping an object off the Golden Gate Bridge onto her yacht or kill her during a, a visit to Yosemite National Park. What, was he going to dress up like a bear? Hey, here's my picnic basket. Wait, I'm not at Jellystone. <laughs> Do you think that they'd use that for the naked gun? My dad trapped a possum and put a leash on it, took it to work. Coworkers were like, hey, Sheldon, taking the dog to work, and what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> Did the lady tell Tommy, no, he doesn't bite. You can pet him. He's foaming at the mouth. He repeatedly said, I must kill the queen. I must kill the queen. Fucking Reggie Jackson. God damn it, Reggie. I've never forgiven you. Reggie was thankfully acquitted. Why? Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Still one of the funniest things I remember ever seeing in a movie. There you go. All right. That story's fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> this next story. Th- this next story shows you how far we've fallen as a country. A pair of Texas teenagers have been charged with felonies. Felonies. This took place at Caney Creek High School. 45 miles northwest of Houston. Following an investigation, 17-year-old David Aker and Diego Flores, 18, are charged with the possession of a prohibited weapon, a third-degree felony punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Both youngsters have been since released on a $3,000 bond. What did they do? This is what they did. They were at school, and they sprayed out fart spray. (laughs) Fart spray. School officials said six students were hospitalized after complaining of headaches and nausea. At least eight others reported feeling ill. Hazardous material crews spent three days scouring the campus with gas detection equipment, but were unable to find any leaks. Then one student allegedly confessed to bringing what they, they described as a concentrated prank stink spray called hen's gut fart spray. It makes it smell like real poo and fake vomit. The assassination was thwarted when Frank Drevin pushed the guy off the stadium and ran over by the marching band and the steamroller. Yeah. 
Some of that shit is no joke. Hey, now, look at that. Little pun there. So two kids' lives are potentially ruined now. Over spraying fart spray in school. When are we going to say just stop the insanity? I sprayed a tiny bit in the bathroom once at work. It did the women's restroom, and they wouldn't use it for two weeks. They'd go use the restroom next door. This is a joke. Now, is it a good joke? Well, fuck, I don't have a problem with it. The story just stinks. <laughs> We bought fart spray on a field trip and sprayed it in solitary confinement in Alcatraz. We got a stern talking to and one-hour detention. No felony charges. No, if you get busted for it, then you get caught. And then, of course, you're going to get punished for it if you get caught. This kid who fucking confessed is a pussy. I got to say, this could go down. This could have gone down as one of the greatest pranks ever played in school history. But he confessed, and of course, oh, t- ten students were ta- you were taken really you were taken to the hospital over fart spray, really, really. They sprayed fart spray in our fuck. I had to go to church camp one year. I, I had my parents made me go. They paid for it and they made me go. Fucking, I hated it. All this Jesus shit all the time, all week. And I remember some older kids got in there, and they sprayed fart spray in our fucking, in, in, in our whatever those things are called, rooms, dorms, whatever. They sprayed that in there, and it stunk. It was fucking awful. You know what one of my cousins did to me one time? Longhorn Wiener Dad, you're the one who did this, and I've never forgotten this, and I owe you for this if you're listening. He once put his index finger in his crack and farted. And then he, he, he took his index finger and rubbed it right under my nose. Gave me kind of a dirty Sanchez, but not really a real dirty Sanchez. That fucking stunk. It was fucking horrible. I could have got pink nose. Did I report him to the authorities? I think I might have. I think I was young, and I probably went out in the living room where the parents were. They were all drinking. And I probably said, "Dad, Dad, Johnny, Johnny, put fucking he farted on my face." My dad probably said, "Get over it." Post nine eleven world. Look, I, I I get why they they emptied the school out, but hypochondriacs is an understatement, bratty kid. I need to be taken to the hospital. I, I have headaches. Oh, my God. Yeah, fart spray isn't pleasant, but it was a joke. And you're going to ruin these kids' lives because they're both over 17 in the state of Texas. That is grown-up. That is Huntsville right there because they, they sprayed fart spray in school. The last week of school, they're probably both seniors. They're probably both graduating, and you're going to ruin their lives. Bravo to you. Bravo to you people out there. 
You're at a church camp, for God's sakes. What do you think was going to happen? You got preached to and counselors, people doing Bible study and prayer. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is true. It, uh, it, it is true. I mean. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and, uh, and the people have guns. Yeah. So, anyway, go ahead. My daughter went to a few of those. She liked them, though. I found out why. Apparently, the church teenagers going camping brought a bunch of drugs. Well, there you go. You got a dirty air biscuit. Today's kid, the lost art of silent but deadly. You do this stuff on the down low and don't get caught. Well, now, here's my question. Question of point. Um, what if a, a, a youngster in high school decides that he wants to eat a real spicy meal the night before? Maybe they go to a Mexican cuisine place and he gets real spicy and a lot of beans. And the next day in school, he's quite gaseous, quite gaseous, and he's farting all the time. Do we charge him? Well, I mean, kids could go to the hospital. They could get a headache from it. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. Well, I tell you this right now. Oh, this is, this is once again, another reason. I think this is number, uh, th- this is low on the reason. I think this is number 246, why it's good that I'm not a parent. Yeah, we're not interested. Thank you. Yeah, how about we don't knock on the door? No, thank you. Stop trying to look in. Hey. I don't know why people are at our damn door. Um. This is just maddening. It's getting crazy. Uh, all right. Moving on. Next story, shall we? Is this person standing on our... I don't know why we're talking to him, but oh well. I'll be quiet. Hold on a second. Let me see. Brad Kent, come on. This person's not going away from the front door. I think I need to handle this. Hold on. So I guess we got some grass that we've been cutting and we've been leaving out to pick up. And the city ain't picked it up because we're using clear bags. Because I guess you have to use black bags to, to pick it up. Stupidest shit I've ever heard. And that lady wasn't moving. Dogs are going crazy. That lady wasn't moving. Probably one of the deaf listeners coming to watch the show. 
Dude, that lady had so much damn makeup and fucking perfume on, I could smell her through the fucking the peephole. Today's kid, uh, let's see, is that your lawnscaper, landscaper again? Jesus. Gave you special bags to fucking pick up grass. God, I hate our country so much. I swear to God. You're lucky I don't just blow that shit everywhere. Fuck that. I'm going to start cutting the grass, not bagging it. Yeah, break it. I know they picked it up before. I, I, I mean, she was not going. She was she was set in place. She stood there just letting the damn dogs bark. God, I hate where we. I, I just I hate what this country has so become. Fucking a. Don't pick up grass because we're not we ain't using the right bags. Kids getting fucking thrown into Huntsville prison for spraying fart spray. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, all right. New new trend to watch your kids on. Um, it's called chroming. I, I swear, if you're letting your 13-year-olds on TikTok, what's wrong with you? Family of a 13-year-old Australian girl who died from chroming has urged action to prevent similar deaths from happening. Crikey, so they want to st- help other children not fall into the silly trap of doing silly things. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Um, we want to help children not fall into the silly trap of doing silly things. That's what is called being a kid once again. I know that there, there's a, there's, there are people out there, this lady in particular, the Karen who had to tell me to do it the right way with the grass. Um, there are people out there that think for some odd reason that anybody under the age of 22 you can actually totally reason with. Here's the problem with that. Your brains are not developed until about the age of 22. Now, you can start reasoning with people at probably 14, 15, 16 years old, things like that. But anything younger than that, remember, you're dealing with an adolescent, meaning their brain hasn't fully fucking grasped everything. When bald kids do this, it's called chrome doming. Okay, so what is this? Uh... No matter how much you lead a horse to water, anyone can drag them away. It's not something she would have done on her own. So what is it? She inhaled fumes from a deodorant can, causing her to go into cardiac arrest. She remained on life support for eight days, at which point doctors determined her brain was damaged beyond repair, and her family decided to turn off the machine. So she's huffing fumes from a deodorant can. Um, she shouldn't die. I, I mean, I, I I feel bad for the family. It's off, but kids do stupid shit. Now, if, if she learned this online, if she learned this from friends that are doing this shit online, hey, there there's reason number eight billion and four not to let your kids go online because kids do stupid shit online. Death by Old Spice. Oh, shit. I wouldn't think... Oh, by the way, I have another deodorant story coming up later. Oh, it's fantastic. Now, here's a story. I heard about this this weekend, and this is very interesting. 
I would like to get what y'all's take is on this because I've seen this uh, explained from the other side point of view. Where did you learn this? I learned this from you, Dad. <laughs> Ugandan President Yauri Museveni has signed into a law a bill that specifically cracks down on sex offenses committed by homosexuals. Under the new law, aggravated homosexuality, a charge that may result from sexual relations with HIV-infected persons, as well as sexual abuse of minors or members of other vulnerable classes, is punishable by death. Attempted aggravated homosexuality can now warrant a, pers- a prison sentence up to 14 years. The United Nations Human Rights Office on Monday said it was appalled that the dr- draconian and discriminatory anti-gay bill is now law. A recipe for systematic violations of rights. Now, the way I've seen this argued. And there are a lot of people in Africa, not just in Uganda, that think that homosexuality is a sin. And you see, whatever, I I don't know what religion those people are, and I'm not going to say voodoo or witchcraft, but voodoo or witchcraft, maybe it's seen as really, really bad in in, in their land. And we have the United Nations coming out and saying, you cannot practice what you believe in on your home country soil. I saw a leader from an African nation speaking about this, saying, oh, I should worry about tourism numbers, and we should tell our people not to live our own culture. You see, this is once again why I believe the rest of the world hates America so much is because they believe that they're going to get all the same cool shit that America gets, but they don't, and then they blame us for it. Now, they blame us for it because we're the ones who try to go over there and say, oh, this is the way you should be. Now, if you're a longtime listener of me or of this show, which will be celebrating six glorious years on the air on on Thursday, you'll know my stance on this. Do you know why I don't go to other countries? I, I, I have a very good friend, an ass family member, as a matter of fact, who, who likes to travel the world. She just went on a, a trip. To, I, I don't even know where she went. It was crazy. I mean, like, like I, somewhere way over in Europe or some one of those kind of type of countries where everybody lives on top of one another. Here's why I don't go to other countries. Because I don't know their customs. It's not important for me to learn their customs because I'm not going there. But if I were to have been forced to go to another country, I would have to learn what their customs are. Because you see, once again, I might be an American, but my American rights leave once I whip that passport out and they fucking check it in. And then I have to go with the rights that are available in that country. And see, Americans don't like that. They don't like to face the music. Do we not remember the young man who, uh, who in Singapore decided that he was going to do some graffiti work? And he got caught? 
and they were going to cane him for it, and everybody was like, oh, my God. And even Bill Clinton spoke out about it, and the kid ended up getting caned. And by the way, rightfully so. He broke the law in another country. Don't fucking do that there. Their laws are different than we are here. You want to call them savages? Then call them savages. Oh, man. Why did you clean it up? I would have cleaned it up. Uh, let's see. Where did you learn this? I learned, okay. Uh, they did that to get high, play stupid games when surprised. I think it's okay because she won't pass her DNA that she got from her stupid parents, just like Bill Burr said, more stupid people who die is just opening up more lanes on the freeway. <laughs> if you get killed for being gay, is it a homicide? <laughs> uh... Here's the deal. This is real easy to fix. First of all, if you're going to travel to Uganda, I got to ask, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because Kamala, the, 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 the real Kamala, the Ugandan giant, the wrestler, he was actually a truck driver from Mississippi, okay? He's, he, he, the, the, the Kamala, the Ugandan giant, had never, ever, 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 ever been to Uganda, okay? It was just cool to say. That'd be the only reason why to go, because I want to see where Kamala was born. And then they say he wasn't born here. I'd be like, well, well, I'm fucked. If you're going to to Uganda, let let me warn you real quick, or or any place in Africa, really, that isn't Egypt or South Africa, it's a third world nation. Pretty much everywhere. I'm not not sugarcoating. It's not good. Somalia, no thanks. Ethiopia, nope. Uganda, nope. Congo, nope. Now, now, are you really worried about the tourist numbers there? Do they get a lot of tourism? I can't think that Uganda is one of the most visited places on the face of the earth. I can't think it's above New York or, or Paris. So here's the deal. Let Africa be Africa. Okay? Don't go there. And if they want to change their tune because they realize no money's coming in and they say, hey, gays are okay, let them in. But this is their culture. This is their world. This is, this is why I despise Americans. Because you go into places in other countries. And, and, and I remember when this started. I'll never forget when this started. It started when I watched that show, The Real World. Remember when The Real World jumped the shark and they went to England? Remember that? And the, the one dude was like, he wanted to be a punk singer and he got his tongue bit off. A real loser. Another guy wanted to be a race car driver. He was from St. Louis. And I remember he walked into a grocery store over there in, in, in England. And this is 93, 94-ish, somewhere around there, before the world was like all the world. And he was pissed off because they didn't have ranch dressing. Well, no shit, they don't, have, they don't have ranch dressing in England, dummy. They don't know what fucking ranch dressing is. That's an American thing. It ain't like they, they make ranch dressing in French bistros. Stupid. And I'm not trying to talk bad about ranch dressing. But that's American. And this motherfucker was like talking to the store manager. He was all pissed off because he couldn't get ranch dressing. This is why Americans are hated abroad. I've been to Kenya, Djibouti, and almost crashed in Somalia 
and confirmed third world country status. It's like being in Stockton. Timmy and Nicole says they have it there now. Well, thanks to the real world, kid. Of course they have it there now. Uh, they don't believe in flavor in England. No, they, they sure don't. Their food, yeah. Well, except haggis. I mean, haggis, you, you, you got to love the haggis. All right, let's see. Do, 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 do. All right, we'll take a break here. Yeah, we'll take a break here. Uh, I'll save that one. And, hey, we'll do that. Okay. All right, 775-357-FANS, number arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler uh, or uh, don't. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I just got talking right there. Sorry. Ah, oh, crackling rosy get on board. We're going to ride till there ain't no more to go. Taking it slow. Lord, don't you know I'll have me a time with a poor man's lady Itching on a twilight train Ain't nothing here that I care to take along Maybe a song To sing when I want Don't need to say please to no man for a happy You got the way to make me happy You and me, we go in style Crackling rose, you're a store-bought woman But you make me sing like a guitar humming So hang on to me, girl, I saw the world right Find us a dream that don't ask no questions Yeah Oh, I love my rosy child You got the way to make me happy You and me, we go in style Crackling rose, your store-bought woman But you make me sing like a guitar humming So hang on to me Last for an hour, well, that's all right, cause we got all night. Set the world right. Find us a dream that don't ask no questions.
take my hand Hurting 
runs off my shoulders How can I hurt when holding you? Warm Touching warm Reaching out Touching Vagina, vagina. Sign up, $2.99 a month. It gets you all of the shows. And I mean all of the shows. I don't even know how many shows there are now. I mean, it, it, it's way over 1,000. But that's all available at arnieradio.com. Um, anywho, um, we got we, we got to pay big, a big tribute there to, to Neil Diamond. Haven't played Neil in two weeks. I mean, we did 80s for two weeks and had no Neil Diamond. I got to play Neil Diamond. We got, I, got, I got to start you off on the week the right way first. Um, big ups going to a certain state in the nation. One, two, three. Turn it up. The state of Alabama. Has now passed a law. That makes it illegal to panhandle or loiter on state highways and roadways in general. And I want to give credit where credit is due. This law passed because an ass family member is now living in Alabama. Our dear friend, the Warbird. He's the reason why this got happened. Um, Actually, it was the uh, Republican Governor Kay Ivey signed a bill into law making it panhandle and loitering on state roads a Class C misdemeanor. Now, it's going to be like a, a seatbelt ticket, but the more that you gain, then the more trouble you get in, that you don't pay, then guess what? You're going to go to the Hooskow, which is probably what some of them want. 
Uh, I went back and listened to Joe Murphy. Uh, it's worth listening to again. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Joe was on fire this week uh, or last week. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if he can if he can bring that same smoke this week. I hope not. Um, Forrest says Jenny belongs in Alabama. Um, the city of Rowlett, which is right next to Rockwall, right before you get to Garland, my hometown, which I don't really like to brag about anymore because Garland's a fucking pit. Um, Rowlett has the same law in effect, and by the way, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work. There, there's a there's a corner where one of the toll roads comes off to a main street that goes all the way from from Rockwall all the way into Dallas. And you get off on this street, and there's always a bum at the corner. There's always somebody fucking will work for food, and a homeless veteran. I'm like, you're not a homeless veteran. You're not even old enough to be in the military yet. Um, I don't know about y'all. I, I, I don't know where y'all's feeling on this is. I, I do not like these people. I can't stand these people. They, they stand on the freeways in Dallas. Like if you're if you're leaving downtown Dallas and you loop around, they are standing on the freeways because there's always traffic. And they stand there at four or five o'clock and they walk up and down waiting for people to give them money. These people. Yes, I said it, Sanchez family, these people. Uh a long time ago, uh I, I may have done something really bad, but I didn't think it was bad at the time. Today, I still don't think it's that bad. But I had one of these people, one of these bums, come up to me at a, at a stop somewhere in Sacramento. He says, I, I need $5. I said, okay, you want $5? He goes, yeah. I said, do 20 jumping jacks. He started to do them. And then the light changed, and I drove off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Light changed. I can't wait for him to finish. I got these people behind me that, that are more important because they have jobs to get to. My opinion, street sweeper. If they can stand there all day walking back and forth, moving your arms, you can get a goddamn job. Amen to that. Amen to that. I'm glad the state of Alabama has done this. Do you know how much traffic occurs because of them? It's a pain in the ass. They, they have to get, you know, a quarter or 50 cents from some guy over in the right-hand lane. He's got to duck in and out of traffic like he's playing Frogger. They should re-release that game. How about this game? Ooh, ooh, a real quick trademark, copyright. We'll call it Homeless Bum. Okay, and, and you're, it's just like Frogger. I'm going to steal everything I can from Frogger except the lily pads and the spiders. Your objective is to get <laughs> each level will be a different amount of money. And you have to rotate <laughs> through traffic to get those change and get that money and then get back safely. Yet you have little banks up, up top. Remember where the frogger would go? You, you put your money in that. And when you get enough money, you can move on to the next level. And then it gets harder and harder, and the cars get faster and faster. Homeless bum. Frogged bummer. Albuquerque just instituted a ban on panhandling on medians less than four feet wide with plans to add more. 
Of course, the fucking ACLU will get involved with claims it violates free speech. But let's be honest, the ACLU is so fucking far from their original incarnation. It's just out to make society a horrible place, but good for pieces of shit like these bums. The ACLU is a joke. The Southern Poverty Law Center, another fucking joke. Things that were actually brought up to actually do some good in some ways. But they've all jumped the shark, and they're all political activists now. And it's just they aren't there to help anybody. They're help to help. They're there to help their own agendas and their own belief systems. Please bring back bum fights. Hey, man, that was a way they could make money. Good old Rufus getting the shit beat out of him. I thought you were going to go with Bummer. That's a better name. Well, Gold, you can be in on it. As family, this is our game. The homeless bum goes from, like, like, like there'll be a car, and he'll be flashing a, a, a green spot out there, and you got to wiggle your way over to get him. And you got to make sure he doesn't run you over. And then you take it all the way, and then you got to go across the freeway. So, so that side ain't giving you money. You got to get all your money from one side. And then you get to the other side. I love it. I think that game would sell fucking like, like hotcakes. Gangbusters, if you will. Bummer. <laughs> should I do it? Yes, I should do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> you put in your quarter and you hear. You hear feeling. Oh, I can hear my vagina right now. Nothing more than feeling. The fentanyl endurance level is the hardest. Final level run across the entire freeway. Put temptations like drugs and alcohol stores. Final round, you fake, you fight a fake panhandler that drives off in a Mercedes. Oh, this game is limitless. <laughs> and if you're holding, if if you if you pick the bum on bummer that's holding the sign, will work for food. When somebody gives you a sandwich. You then can throw it at the car, and then the car runs you over. And if they give you a sandwich, the sound effect is... (laughs) And if somebody offers you a job... That's pretty damn funny. That's pretty funny. I got got to tell you. Now, Ogre sent me this, and... uh, he says, I saw this and immediately thought, Arnie, and on top of that, crank call about the bodies for a for Halloween. <sighs> the director of an Indiana funeral home where 31 decomposing bodies and post-cremation remains of 17 others were found last year, pled guilty Friday to felony theft charges. 
Lankford, hold on a second here. Let's look it up. Uh, Lankford. What is this place called? Uh, Ray Lankford, owned for a Lankford Funeral Home. Funeral Home. I'm betting that they're not going to be open. Oh, yeah, it's permanently closed. So we can't use it. Oh, Ogre, I appreciate it to use this for the crank calls at uh, at Halloween time. But it's been permanently closed. <laughs> but you know what's fun? As I'm on their website. And let's read some of their reviews, shall we? Um. One person says, I give zero stars for the zero you are. Ooh, burn. 31 decomposing bodies found. Burn in hell. We provide an accounting of the money that was brought into the funeral home. Also refunded money uh, to you. Okay. And the amount of $300 that technically wasn't due to you, so it went above and beyond making it right. Uh, what you accused of us when we provided all the money, blah, 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 don't care. How can you sleep at night doing this to someone's loved ones? This is so heart-wrenching and unacceptable. I hope you get what you deserve, one star. Now, somebody gave him a five-star review. Lankford Funeral Homes has been very supportive and understanding in taking care of our beloved pets after they have crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Do not trust this place. This man look, took my money, promised me my father's remains, and gave them to my brothers, one of which is wanted by the state of Ohio. Man, oh, man, it's weird. What I can't get on the, the hell this director was planning on doing with heaps of corpus, film his own Schindler's List. I mean, what the actual fuck? Probably just ran out of room. Shit, we got to stack them in here. There's good people in the funeral business, and then there's terrible people in the funeral business. It's like any other job out there. <laughs> Neptune Society is going to call you and say, see, we aren't bad now, are we? No, you're still bad, Neptune Society. I hate your guts. I hate your guts for what you put me and my dad through. But 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 no, it's not quite as bad as this place. Do they does their phone number even work anymore? I might I might have tried to call them. Let's see. Um one two seven two five eight one six seven. I, I bet you nobody probably not. Uh-oh. Welcome to Verizon nah, Wireless. Nah, there you go. Yeah, it's been disconnected. Now, I can understand if this place was in Chicago, right? Or Seattle. Remember, I, I called the Seattle uh, the, the Seattle place a few months ago because they were piling up corpses with all the ODs. You know what? It, this is what this, that industry has turned into because that's an industry that will never go away. That is a recession-proof industry. Sadly, it's, it's sad, but it's true. And there aren't many industries that are like that. And there are bad people that are going to get involved because they know, and by the way, they make a ton of money. Or they can. 
Funerals ain't cheap. So to get bad people involved there, yeah, I can see that happening. But thank you, Ogre. I appreciate you thinking of me. I think we tried to call them before, but yeah, that's good shit right there. Now, we got a couple of dramatic moments that were caught this weekend. At least I hope they're caught because I this one is caught on video. This is the moment that a husband of a recent beauty pageant contestant was in an all-out rage after his wife was named runner-up. Rushing the stage, and well, the rest is pretty fantastic. Now, now I, I have to let this ad play because I'm on a stupid website that doesn't have the feature to skip. That website is called TMZ. Here we go. Okay, here they're bringing out the tiaras. Oh, they've announced the winner. Oh, they're about to. Let's go. This is the uh, Brazil's Miss Gay Mato Grosso. Okay, uh, a gal won it. Okay, people are cheering. They're happy. All right, somebody's standing up now. Oh, wow, there's the husband. Oh, he smashes it to the ground. No! He takes his wife off stage. She's about eight inches taller than he is. Smash again! Security's got him now. He's mad that his wife didn't win. Oh, now a fight breaks out. Let's follow him backstage. There any backstage? Oh, no backstage action. That's a shame. That was a fantastic video. I've never seen a guy rush stage at a beauty pageant before. If it were to ever happen, this is where I thought it would have happened. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps, and uh, I believe that our ed education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future. You are literally too stupid to insult. That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. This guy may be like the dumbest person on the face of the earth. I mean, I'm just guessing. She was asked... I, I mean, I mean that that's a long time ago from a, a beauty pageant. See, this is why beauty pageants are terrible is because we allow shit to happen. See, this is why I should be a judge at a beauty pageant. Because I would have stopped her mid-sentence. I've been like, wait a second, honey. The question is why can't Americans locate America on a map? It has nothing to do with Iraq or our Asian countries. It has zero to do with them. We're asking why Americans can't find America on a map. And the answer is in your answer. It's because Americans are fucking stupid. 
Oh, that girl would have been in tears. They had Mario Lopez interviewing. He's like, oh, thank you very much. That was the dumbest answer ever given in the fucking, in the history of time. And it makes me think statements like this. That's as dumb as letting women vote. Are, 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 are somewhat true sometimes. Come on. Well, such as being like a such a speciesist. I mean, honestly, that lady, like, like that lady, is the grand poobah of our stupid people. So, in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R E S P I C T. Human rights are animal rights because humans are animals. If you fight for human rights and you don't fight for animal rights, you're being a speciesist, and that's just fact of the matter. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. If your vision is not clear, do not drive or use machinery. Contact your doctor immediately if you have sudden vision loss. It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not like cow milk. You know what I mean? That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, Why else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up hurt him. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. And then our top two behind now, the South Carolina girl. These have to be the stupidest people on the face of the earth. We know one. What do you think about Hitler? Um, I don't know who that is or what he does. I'm assuming that's some kind of rapper, but... Um, I'm, I'm assuming he's some kind of big rapper. You could tell it's like a rapping name. Y'all come up with all type of names. <laughs> but whoever he is. Ready? Um, Ready? I'm sure he's amazing. Amazing. Because right? I like his name, to be honest. Yeah. Hitler. Yeah. But I just came out here to clear his name because I, I just I don't want him to go to jail or nothing like that. And I know they're looking for him. They're not gonna find him. He at my mama house. Him and James at my mama house, chilling. No, they waiting for me to pick them up right now. But I'm about to leave. Is this live? This is live. Hey, James and um and Big Mike, if y'all watch, I'm on my way to come get y'all now, dog. Y'all know I got y'all. Y'all know I got y'all. You know my man's baby. You know I got you. Even though we ain't officially married, I, after I do this, you better marry me after I do this. But I want to give a shout out to my Instagram real quick. Is she tally? <laughs> How could I be the president of the United States of America? What a stupid son of a bitch. You are literally too stupid to insult. I mean, I, 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 I... And this is coming from me. I mean, I know I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Sometimes my elevator doesn't go all the way to the top on things. I understand that. But these people are just flat-out dumb. These, this is euthanizable, if I can use that as a word. I think this level of stupidity is euthanizable. I just made up a word. Who had the better word salad, the pageant moron or Kamala? Well, let's see. Uh, let's go. So when we talk about equality, well, that's a good goal. 
But let us not presume that because everyone should be treated equal, that they start out on equal footing. So equity, as a concept, says, recognize that everyone has the same capacity, but in order what? for them to have equal opportunity to reach that capacity, huh? what we must pay attention to this issue of equity if we are to expect and allow people to compete on equal footing. I don't know if she could say the word equal or equity anymore. Now, now we, we, we have another person that's on this list of stupidity. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing, but there's a reason. And so the president's going to be very honest, very uh, upfront with mm -hmm. the American people. That's what you're hear from him, as he always is when he speaks. Um, I, I want to play something that was sent to me by Zach. Um, this is Jean Paris on May 12th. The first one is. Why is there no... No audio here. Oh, oh, I know why there's no audio there. Okay, there's no audio because I don't have it turned up. It's been very clear. Uh, we are not going to negotiate uh, over uh, the debt limit. Did the president wait too long to this is engage May with the Republicans on the negotiations that he's in the middle of right now? The president has been engaging or trying to engage with Republicans for months now, for months been very clear. Uh, we are not going to negotiate wait, uh, wait, over wait. Uh, the debt limit. Did the president wait too long to engage with the Republicans on the negotiations that he's in the middle of right now? The president has been... Do, do... Are they so stupid? I, I, I have to ask this question. Are these people so stupid that they don't realize that when we have them on audio and video, it lasts forever. Like somebody will find that and they will play that. It said, wait a second. You said you will not negotiate. And then a week later, you said you've been negotiating for months. So which one is, see, the problem is, is that there's nobody in that press room except Peter Ducey and the African fella, uh, Ollie Williams. That's what we'll call him from now on. Cause he kind of looks like Ollie Williams. From Family Guy. You got Ollie Williams in there, and you got Peter Ducey. Those are the only two guys that will ask any kind of hard questions. And they don't answer. I would love to ask John pierre that question. Uh, excuse me, on the 11th, you said this, but then on the 23, you said you've been negotiating for months. So which one is it? Why do you continuously lie to us in this room? Then I would lose my press credentials, but at least I'd be on TV. Um, who's that lady who says she's not sure why she's here? I have no idea. I, I think that's a, a Melissa McCarthy thing, like a drop I found from somewhere, and I just said, fuck, that's great for Karine Jean-Pierre. Uh, now, getting away from stupid, they, 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 I don't understand this one. And ask family ladies, y'all can help me with this one. I guess I kind of do get it, but I don't. Um, a newly married woman who said she enjoyed her dream wedding except for one small thing has taken matters into her own hands to address the small and annoying situation that bugged her. Now, now, I hate to be a stickler here. I hate to. She enjoyed her dream wedding except for one small thing. If, if one small thing bothered you, then you would let it go. And you would not look into... Uh, Looking into this, 
Um, she said, everything went off without a hitch, except for one small thing. My niece's dress. Her 16-year-old niece's dress was white, lacy, knee-length dress. She even wore elbow-length gloves. Said the aggravated new bride, honestly, it just looked like a wedding dress. She went on to post, I didn't say anything to her or or my parents, or her parents, my brother and sister-in-law, and I tried my best to ignore it. However, said the annoyed bride, when I got the first draft back from our photographer, I couldn't stand when I saw her in a white dress standing next to me. The angry bride continues, My husband saw how upset I was and suggested that we pay extra to get my niece's dress photoshopped to a light blue. We thought it through, and since we had some budget left, we went for it. Last week, we got the final photos back, and they look great. I could hardly even tell that my niece was originally wearing white, and she still looked really nice. So why are you making a big deal about it? What, why, why are you writing and talking about it? You fixed the situation. See, th- there's things that should aggravate you in life, and then there are things that you should just, where they say don't sweat the small stuff. I got I, I to gotta say, I understand, ladies. I get it. And, and, and I'm one of the only men in the world that will admit that I get this. I understand why your wedding day is important, at least the first one. It's something you've been dreaming about since you were a little girl because you had these ideas. You used your, your, your pillowcases for fucking, you know, veils and all that kind of shit. I understand. I understand it's very, very important to you. And somebody shows up at the wedding. Maybe the 16-year-old had no – maybe nobody knew the, the rules of not wearing white to the thing. I mean, I don't wear white, so this will never be a problem for me because if I wear white, it's stained within a minute. No matter what, I'm going to get a nosebleed. I'm going to get something. I, I, I follow my dad's letter of the law. I haven't told this one in a while. I'm not, one, of my, one of my favorite dad moments ever. I, I still to this day laugh about this. Um, it was his 80th birthday. And he had all his kids in town. This is back when, you know, I still had, you know, family that was alive to me. And uh, both sisters came in and their husbands came in. And uh, we, we celebrated Dad's birthday. And Dad wanted to get pictures. Well, one of my sisters wanted to get pictures made. And, and I, don't, I hate pictures, but that's just me. Um, we all had to wear white tops. And, and, and blue jeans, white tops and blue jeans. None of us had a problem with that. Easy to do. White polo, blue jeans. Didn't even wear shorts. I actually wore jeans so we could take the pictures. Now, my dad's girlfriend at the time, Beverly, who was a, a howling mad cunt, shows up in a pair of black pants and a cream-colored shirt and then wondered why she wasn't invited to get in all the photos with everybody that was matching. But I'll never forget showing up. Because I was careful. I didn't even put a dip in on the way over there. I was like, I'm not eating anything. I just want to go in and, and, and save my white shirt. As soon as my dad walked in the casino, because we did this in Reno. For some reason, he got a nosebleed that day, and he had fucking blood on his shirt. 
And it was one of the funniest things I ever saw. Somebody had a Tide pin. We got it out. You know, we, we got it out, and they, they could buff it up in the photos. But it was so funny. And my sister was so mad. She's like, what? And I was just laughing. I thought it was hilarious. Matching clothes for a photo. Nothing cult like that about. Yeah, uh, I know. I hear you. Ah, oh, damn, that was a funny day. Yet the bride said she posted some photos on me, social media. Uh, my sister-in-law messaged me and was angry that I photoshopped her daughter without checking first. The new bride went on. She accused me of thinking my niece was ugly and of body shaming. You see, this is this is why. You figured it out, and you, and you go, hey, dumb fuck, you're not supposed to wear white to a wedding. You should know that, and your daughter should know that. I changed the color of the picture. I'm not body shaming her. It's my day. Fuck off. See, ladies, if you were to tell that to your man, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm going to let you in real quick. I'm going to give you a sneak peek, a little pass into manland. Okay? Because every man wants to say this to you, but they know they can't when it's about, like, a wrestling event or a Super Bowl. And you're talking and you're yammering on and you're bothering the shit out of us. We want to look at you and go, shut the fuck up. This is really important to me. But we know we can't because you're emotional beings. And, and, and we understand that and we don't say that. Ladies, men are not emotional beings. Men are, 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 are practical. Now, if you, were to, if you were to look at your husband-to-be and say, look here, this is a big fucking deal to me. Don't fuck it up. I, I, I will promise you this right here. I, I, I promise it on my heart and on my soul. I guarantee. Your man will take that day a lot more serious. I ain't lying to you. I'm trying to help you out. If you tell him, look here, motherfucker, this day is really fucking important. Now, now that is unless you have some kind of sensitive, faggoty man. And I don't mean gay. I mean less than a man. You got one of these guys who's doing the flower arrangements for your wedding, you might want to look elsewhere. You'll avoid all this stuff. And yes, you might be called a bridezilla. So what? It's your day. You can be a bridezilla. It's your fucking day. Enjoy it. Hmm. Mm-mm. Now, I, 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 this next story, I got, I got to tell you, uh, I, I don't, I thought America was the most racist place on earth, but I guess not. I guess the most racist place on the face of the earth is the Wolong National Nature Reserve in China, China, because they have found the world's only all-white panda. Let me tell you, that panda is running roughside over the hillsides there in the Shiwan province. Walking around. I've never seen a panda bear goose step before. This is off-putting. The all-white panda. <laughs> the chosen panda. <laughs> this should be the new spirit animal for every racist group out there. The all-white panda, and they've caught him on video. I just shared it with you. 
Oh, my God. Oh, advertisement here. That panda wields a tiki torch and likes to break into the Capitol. There's the panda. The all-white panda walking around. The albino panda. Oh, here comes one of those nasty mixed pandas. One of them dirty ones. (laughs) That's a mud panda. Are the other pandas playing with it? Or are they avoiding the honky panda? That panda wears Doc Martens with white laces. Oh, here comes the white panda. It's looking in on the mud pandas. Thank God Joe Murphy is not calling this segment right now. Oh, oh, they're shunning him. They're shunning him in the wild. There's the white panda alone, carrying some bamboo off to himself because he doesn't want to share it with anybody. Can we just name it Cracker? I want to call him Honky the Panda. <laughs> the white panda curb stomped the black bear. Now, see, the, 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 the panda, the, 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 the honky panda, it doesn't show him fighting or anything. He'll put up with the other pandas. Boy, but those black and brown bears, he's alert. He says those brown bears flew planes in the side of his mountain. And then black bears, all they do is they, they, they get government help from the, the park rangers. He is the chosen panda. He is the right panda. Oh, my God. This, this is a movie. This is so good. So the first panda bear with good credit, you're telling me. <laughs> This is a panda that will fucking celebrate Father's Day. <laughs> this panda has a job. Oh fuck, I'm going to hell. That one that one sent me over that. No Ching Chong pandas on the slide. You're goddamn right. Well this one, I tell you what. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. Mm-hmm. This panda ain't fucking around. They spotted him wearing a red MAGA hat. I read the white panda called the police on regular pandas using a grill in the nature preserve. Spray tan him orange. Why is the panda all white? Because you want it to work. <laughs> God, I love our world. Because you know what? There is somebody out there. I, I, get, I, I, I promise you this. I promise you this. Uh, by the way, the panda whose condition is caused by a genetic mutation is incredibly rare given how it happens. Um, there is somebody right now, and they're talking about that this, this panda bear is racist. I promise you. He puts raisins in his potato salad. <laughs> Only panda there with work boots. What about panda privileges? <laughs> he wears a shirt that says, if you ain't white, you ain't right. <laughs> 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 
There is some, I promise you, because the stupidity in this country. I mean, I just did the stupid people drop, for God's sakes. I mean. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, They were unavailable for comment. Michael, back to you. I know how this conversation goes. At one of these big Karen meetings, the lady who brought us the fucking trash bag, she's, she's the head of them. They have this meeting, and they go, uh, did you hear that they found an all-white panda in China? Oh, my God. Uh, that's disgusting. Why are the pandas there all white? Are they genetically enhanced? Oh, this is Hitler's plan coming full, full, full forward. You know. Ask family, I'm not making this up just for laughs. I mean, all the cool shit we did there, all the really, really racist stuff that every one of you participated in, and I'm holding that against you. Um, There is somebody saying that shit on the other side, and you know I'm right. You know I'm right. Did they name him Hitler? All panda lives matter. Frosted Twinkie. All the other pandas bitch about the white panda's privilege. That thing is walking around the mountains. White power. White power. When I saw this story, I just started laughing. I just started laughing because of just how dumb. And I cannot wait to get the news story that people are talking about how racist this panda is. I cannot wait. Oh, the I told you so. There only be one I told you so that I look forward more to. Cowboys girl, you know who I'm talking to. I am looking forward to this one. This somebody's gonna. You know, we need. We 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 need to put that. We need to put that panda down because it it's racist. It's all white for God's sakes. Don't try to say that I'm wrong because I'm not. He put it in application for the polar bears. We can't get started on them. The polar bears are, are that, that that that's you know he's like the he's like the 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 polar bears messiah. Because this is such a rare thing. Polar bears would worship the white panda. I think that when, when polar bears have their, you know, their, their meetings, like when polar bears go to their clubhouse and they do their white power and all that kind of stuff, because all polar bears are white, and we all know that polar bears are racist as shit. Isn't it weird that we call them polar bears instead of white bears? We got brown bears, we got black bears, grizzlies, Kodiaks. But we call the polar bear the polar bear. We don't call him the white bear. Jesus Panda. Ogre says, adios familia. Have a great Thursday. Well, you too, my friend. Um, this is just great. This is fantastic. This is my favorite story of the year because I want to see where it gets taken. But all those, all those polar bears are sitting around their meetings doing their white power salute, and they've heard about the the white panda, and there's footage of it, and they're watching it on their computers. Yes, because polar bears can use computers. I think some of the brown bears can too. But, you know, stereotypically, they say the black bears don't have the access to computers. I mean, that's why black bears can't swim.
I hope you know that sometimes I do this show just to make me laugh. That last line was for me. <laughs> and I know it was fucking funny. All right, uh, two more stories to go, and then we will call it a day. <laughs> the white panda needs a Confederate flag. Oh, that would be the fucking greatest thing I'd ever see. Oh, man. This story was sent to me by a few different people, and I had already had it, but it is fantastic. What did you think was going to happen to you, dummy? A Cambodian farmer. Luam Nam made you know him. You, you know this guy, Luan Nam? He's a Cambodian farmer. Um, he, he, I guess he runs like a, a reptile-type sanctuary. So, first of all, that strikes 1, 2, and 19 against you right there. And He's 70 years old. Well, there's strike 20. Um, he was he was he was out there working, and he was trying to use a stick to move a crocodile that had just laid eggs. And he tried to move the stick with the the the, the crocodile. And, and crocodiles, I don't know if y'all know this or not. We we learned something last week. You remember because this show is a a show about learning. Last week we learned that a wounded bear is possibly more dangerous than any other bear. Remember that we learned that. I'm gonna let. I'm, I, 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 crocodiles are assholes. Now, if you have a farm of them, meaning I, I don't know what number constitutes a farm. Well, 72-year-old Luam Nam, who Mage does not know, put the stick in the water. The 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 crocodile grabbed the stick, pulled the man in. And then 40 crocodiles, not one, not two, not three, but 40 crocodiles, all in stereo said, <laughs> um, I don't think this part needed to be written, but they, uh, the other crocodiles pounced, uh, attacking him until he was dead. The victim's body bore numerous bite marks. One of his arms had been bitten off and swallowed by one of the crocodiles. Photos of the scene show the crocodiles in bloody enclosure, according to the Telegraph. One image reportedly shows the reptile surrounding the farmer's body. One photo shows the crocodile chewing on a shoe. Greatest picture I've ever shared with anybody. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dear God. There's a picture of a crocodile with a flip-flop in his mouth. <laughs> That's the best picture ever in the history of time. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. I mean, not for Lou Nam, which by the way, it doesn't hurt us now because Mage doesn't know him, and I'm happy about that. I'm glad that Mage didn't lose anybody he was close to. Were the crocodiles hungry an hour later? I don't know about it. He's Cambodian, ain't Chinese. Just, just, just saying. Just saying. And our last story. You're thinking to yourself, wait a second. 
that's a pretty goddamn good story, especially with the picture. I, I understand. But I think this one's even better. The, 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 boy, this one right here, you want to talk about stereotypes going off. An unidentified 30-year-old Iranian man needed help from a hospital. It seems that this must be the first time that he's ever used any sort of deodorant. But the the 30-year-old Iranian man went to the hospital two hours after this happened. After he took a canister of deodorant, now, we're all thanking the Lord that, that somebody over there found a can of deodorant somehow, but proving that he has no idea how to use the deodorant, he took the canister and shoved it into his rectum. And yes, it damn near killed him. Um, doctors who treated him published this story. Uh, he confessed that he had previously experienced an uncomplicated rectal foreign body insertion. Not sure of what it was. Exams of his anus no, revealed no signs of trauma, bleeding, or cuts. But medics also couldn't find any part of the canister. The man was in too much agony to go un- undergo a rectal exam forcing medics to rely on an x-ray to find where they had, the can had gone. Well, it went up his ass. That's where it is. Rectum hardly knew him. The victim had their missing evidence. He tried to beat off the alligator. Uh, surgeons made a, cu- a cut across his stomach, removed the canister the same day at the University of Tehran. We have nothing but American students. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist that one. He spent another day in the hospital, saw a psychiatric uh, doctor before being allowed home. He went home the next day? People most commonly shove objects into their rectum for sexual pleasure. Wow, well, hold on a second. That, that, I had no idea. Thank you there, uh, Daily News Report or whatever. I like how this is written. I swear to God, this is how it's written. The insertion of objects into the rectum. Rectum. Hardly knew him. Damn near killed him. Should have shook hands with him. It's also known as anal play. Carries a number of risks. As well as getting stuck objects, they can also potentially perforate the bowel, which can be deadly as material from the digestive tract and spill onto other parts. The National Health Service advises that anyone exploring anal play do it safely and use an object with a flared base to prevent it getting stuck inside you. I love that they have to tell people that. I think that's my favorite thing of the year. That and the all-white panda. 
Oh, my God. That's so fantastic. Hey, at least he's trying to use deodorant. Yeah, you got to give him that. They, they, they Americanized him over there. Uh, all right, that is going to do it for us today, as family. Thank you so much for being here. We will be back again tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie station. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there tomorrow. As promised, an amazing listener mail. It'll be mailed probably number two because i got to help somebody first. But you don't want to miss mail tomorrow. So until then... Uh, Ask family, have a great day, and adios, everybody. Baby, just like you, it's something new I just had to try. I didn't plan on it, but a sip and you'll want it. It's a beautiful high. Perfect recipe, baby, you and me. The secret's been found. Let's pour one right now I'm talking about Cody Gold Take it with me everywhere I go It's tequila, baby, don't you know Let's sip and you're ready to roll Make it down in Mexico This thing called Holly School Where the beautiful agaves grow I'm talking about Cody Gold Vagina Like it anyway, you want to try it, I'll try it too I don't care if it's a habit as long as you have it and I have it with you Hasta la cruz, I'll be singing to you All the way home, we'll make this our song I'm talking about Cody Gold, take it with me everywhere I go It's tequila, baby, don't you know Little sip and you're ready to roll Make it down in Mexico Let's they call Holly School Where the beautiful agave is in Texas. The Almighty Self, Arnie States, Buster Welch, and George Strait. You just met one of them.
the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.